Hello, my name's Ian Forth. Welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. Some time ago I set myself the challenge of finding a song title and seeing whether I could construct an entire episode around that one song title. Now, difficult to find, believe it or not, the right title. Uh, These days came quite close for a while, but not enough for an entire episode. What you will find is that with the title I've identified, which I'll put you at your misery, is called Love Song. Probably already worked that out. There's some variation in quality, because I can't say, I'll choose another song by that artist. It's got to be a song called Love Song. Nonetheless, there's a big variety in genre, which more than compensates for it, I think. And tonight you'll be hearing from... Utah Saints, Dandy Warhols, Magnetic Fields, Idols, Public Image Limited, Leslie Brown, Vendra Banhart. Quite a few of those making their debut on the program, debut. Queens of the Stone Age, again. Sid Barrett, again. Lana Del Rey, Opez, Simple Minds, The Cure. And uh, to start us off tonight... Ladies and gentlemen, how do...
Economical, sharp and precise, like all great punk singles should be. That's Love Song from The Damned from their 1979 album, Machine Gun Etiquette. And listening to it, it's a pretty good album actually, listening to it now, because it occurs to one that while the Sex Pistols were collapsing in a heap and The Clash were going all American um, on us at, at around that time, they had their... Uh, give them enough rope album out around then the damned were staying resolutely British and it was very nice to to hear that uh, that blast we've played it once before on the two minute song episode I seem to remember now from 1989 maybe the most uh, famous song called love song of them all
from their album Disintegration from 1989. Love song. Take it as read that <clears throat> all these songs will be called love songs. One or two minor exceptions tonight. That's The Cure. Disintegration, great album from that. I remember buying, buying it on vinyl, taking it uh, back to my flat, which I'd just bought in Balham in London. When Balham wasn't the suburb it is uh, these days. Uh, it had... Uh, two restaurants, a Greasy Spoon and a Greek cafe, which I alternated between uh, weekends. I went back there on a, <coughs> a return trip a few years ago, and there were 60 cafes and restaurants I counted in Balham. Oh, how times change. So I remember taking that album home and, and playing it at a very loud uh, volume because I was very excited to hear it. Great album. Uh, I do remember my neighbour from upstairs, downstairs uh, coming up and saying, do you mind, mate? Come on. And I do feel I was very immature and selfish at times when I was young, in my 20s. That's a but one example, quite thoughtless. And I'm, I'm always slightly more forgiving of people in their 20s because I think, well, you'll grow out of it. Not everybody does, of course. But uh, I must apologise. I don't suppose my flatmate from uh, Tantalon Road, not my flatmate, my, my neighbouring uh, flatter, is listening in. But if you are, I, I do apologise. Here's another song called Love Song.
from 1981, love song, by Simple Minds from the album Sons and Fascination, partnered with Sister Feelings Call. Last time Simple Minds were really great, I think. There were some good uh, reasonable tracks on uh, New Gold Dream. They were just sliding into more mainstream commercialism, where I, I bade them farewell. Um, and, and somewhat lost interest, but they sold a lot more records that way, so they've all got pensions now, and they're all quite happy. Everyone's happy. We've got the early songs, they've got the money from the late. Arena performances, and from the same year... Nineteen eighty-one and the post-punk era more broadly was a time when sexual politics were treated very seriously by many groups, uh, Gang of Four, for example. And that's if you if you like the female analogue uh, of the Gang of Four, they were way ahead of their time in many ways. The Au Pairs from their album "Playing with a Different Sex" it was called "Love Song." It'll come as no surprise. Fast forward 
almost 40 years and I, I make no uh, bones about the fact I regard the Norman fucking Rockwell album as a classic and this is the song from it which is entitled Duff Song. safe to just be who we are is it safe is it safe to just be who we are Sound of our love song. 
just get that last little bit of reverb there from norman fucking rockwell from 2019 love song by lana del rey here's our first song which isn't called love song it's called another love song song by queens of the stone age from their 2002 album <coughs> excuse me songs for the deaf first time we've played kuatsa on the show i do believe okay that was quite uh, quite vigorous now let's uh, dial it all the way down to laid back and acoustic <laughs> Thank you. 
words I have to say may well be simple, but they're true. Until you give your love, there's nothing more that we can do. This is that feeling 
Just reminders of us living underground. This is my love song, and it's for you. But will you ever know it? Will you ever know it? Love like falling without ever land. That's the Halado Negro remix of a love song by Devendra Banhart, making his debut on the programme, preceded by another debutante, Leslie Duncan, with her signature song, Love Song, which has been recorded, according to my research, uh, by over 150 other artists. By far her most well-known song, and... She did a duet with Elton John that she performed at the Royal Albert Hall early in her career. That was from 1970. Uh, Devendra Banhart was from 2020. I like to tell you about the dates these days. People find it useful. Leslie Duncan uh, 
produced several LPs, none of them sold very well. In the end, she went to, to live on the Isle of Mull and became a just a, a nice lady doing the gardening. I say just. What more could anyone aspire to? A bit like how my life's ending up than to be a nice person doing the gardening. No, just about it. Uh, good for them and uh, so forth. Now uh, we're going to... We've ramped it down to acoustic, going to ramp it back up just a little bit uh, with a couple of livelier tunes.
another anti-love song. This is not a love song. Technically, it's got love song in the title, so duh. Uh, from Public Image Limited, P.I.L. From 1983. Biggest cheat I'm going to do tonight is to take a song from the album 69 Love Songs. May not actually be called Love Song Spoiler. <laughs> Butterfly, it is your wings that make you beautiful, and I could make you fly away, but I could never make you stay. You said you were in love with me, both of us know that that's impossible, and I could make you rue the day. I could never make you stay Not for all the tea in China Not if I could sing like a bird Not for all North Carolina Not for all my little words Not if I could write for you The sweetest song you ever heard It doesn't matter what I Apologies if I've been a bit breathy tonight. I think I'm getting too close to the microphone. You know, maybe you get a bit complacent after all these uh, episodes. Think you can just turn up and, and it magically happens. No. Podcastery's got a way of, of biting you on the bum when you think you've got it licked. That was All My Little Words, Stephen Merritt's band Magnetic Fields from 1999 and the album 69 Love Songs. Hence its inclusion... On programme tonight, songs called Love Song. If you like what you're hearing, if you'd like to hear more, please go to sombrerofallout.com for further episodes. You can get all the podcasts from the previous episodes there. If you'd like to join in the general banter uh, of uh, fellow phosphors, friends of Sombrero Fallout, then please do go to Facebook. 
if you're not uh, ideologically opposed to the concept and do become a friend of uh, Sombrero Fallout. It's called Friends of Sombrero Fallout. That's the full name of the um, page, is it called? The group. That's correct. And uh, be lovely to have you along. You can invite yourself, then you can invite any other friends uh, while you're there. We exchange points of view, and uh, it's all very friendly, all very nice people there. Never had any trouble all the, all the time we've been doing it. A couple more tracks to go. Here's the first of them.
from 2008. That's the Dandy Warhols. Uh, and all of these bands, the exception of Magnetic Fields, I think, towards the end of the program, are making their debut on the program. That was uh, from Earth to Dandy Warhols from 2008. And I, I just looked it up, doing my research diligently, not trying, not being complacent. And uh, I was intrigued to discover that the album was reviewed by The Guardian as achingly dull, although they did make an exception for that particular song. Almost want to go and hear the rest of the album now. I'm going to finish tonight on a bit of a banger. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it.
Short on lyrics, high on danceability. That's love song, as indeed every other song has been called more or less tonight, by the Utah Saints from the year 2000. They'd have fitted in on uh, a couple of episodes ago, on our 2000 episode. Well, that's the first time we've experimented with something like the one song title covering every track. And that, by and large, I think, I think it's worked. I mean, what we lose in certain amount of quality control because we can't always choose the best song by these artists i'm sure there were better songs by perhaps dandy warhols or even the utah saints a couple of the ones there towards the end but but no matter sometimes it's always more interesting to hear the deep cuts anyway and i think we gained in genre flexibility now i had a very nice uh, email very delightful email all my emails that i get are delightful please do send them uh, it's, uh, it's nice to be able to curl up on the veranda and chuckle over whatever you people far-flung places in the world, etc. Anyway, Jerry Frizzell writes from, um, well, he used to be in Coventry. And uh, I've come across somebody who not only was at that Gang of Four gig I sometimes refer to as my favourite in Tiffany's Coventry, 1981. Uh, he, was, uh, he also frequented, and this is really interesting, to, to me and Jerry anyway, uh, the record lending library in Central Coventry, where I first came across some albums like Metal Box and The Affectionate Punch and, and Entertainment. Parallel Lives, I would have probably seen Jerry at the gig and uh, in the record lending library. Never known that that's who he was and that our paths would cross many years later. But uh, that's what I'm finding with Sombrero Fallout, that there are connections, meeting up with old pals, meeting new friends. I love it. So, most enjoyable. Not going to say much more. That's great. Thanks for listening. I'll be with you again in a couple more weeks. Bye for now. Separation is divine Here is a strike